Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 196 of the podcast. And in this episode of the podcast, I want to talk about what on earth is going on with New Orleans Pelicans big man, Zion Williamson. Because coming out of Duke, big man Zion Williamson was one of the most celebrated prospects in recent memory. When he's played, he's lived up to the hype in the NBA. He's averaging 25 points per game and seven rebounds per game, and is shooting 61% from the field. The problem is, in his three seasons in the NBA, he's only played in 85 games, the majority of which came in his second season where he played 66 games, and as a rookie, he played in only 24. And this year, Zion's third year in the league, he's missed every game due to injuries. And Zion is in the news this week for all the wrong reasons. The first is that he did not get in contact with his new teammate CJ McCollum who was recently traded to the teams from the Pelicans. CJ McCollum is no slouch. He's an all-star caliber guard who's probably been brought to the team to make them better and yet Zion did not reach out to his new teammate. And ESPN analyst and former teammate of Zion's JJ Reddick came out and said that Zion was not the best teammate ever and on top of all of that CJ Season ticket holders have come out with an email about re-upping for tickets next season and did not even mention Zion Williamson's name. Think about that. The Pelicans are selling themselves as a team and not even mentioning the guy they drafted with the number one overall pick. These are all troubling signs for the relationship of Zion Williamson and the New Orleans Pelicans. What I personally find fascinating about Zion Williamson is at the same time he's living up to two different NBA stereotypes. The first one is the skilled big man who can't stay healthy. NBA history is filled with these type of players. Most famously Bill Walton. He's one of the best big men of all time, but he could not stay healthy. And the other stereotype that Zion is living up up to is the star player who is seemingly unhappy with his team and wants to be traded. And when you combine those two things, it's kind of hard to choose a side because Zion, you're not healthy enough to demand a trade. And the Pelicans, what is the value going to be for Zion Williamson? If the Pelicans end up trading Zion Williamson, his value will never be lower than it is right now because we have literally not seen him play basketball in a very, very long time. I don't see how the Pelicans can trade Zion this offseason after a whole year of not seeing him play basketball. Like, we all know what the potential for Zion Williamson is. So for the Pelicans to trade him now while his value is at his lowest would be maddening. Yet Zion is really, it seems like, trying to get his way out of town. So what exactly is Zion mad about? Reportedly, he's mad at David Griffin, the man who runs the front office for the Pelicans, and his anger stems from how the team has dealt with his injuries. And maybe he has a point. I don't know. It's just easier to be on the side of a player when he's established himself as a great player. And as good as Zion is, he's not yet great. I look at someone like Carl Anthony Towns, who has been given every reason possible to speak out against and want out of Minnesota, yet he's taken the high ground and signed a deal to stay there. And maybe Towns likes the T-Wolves way more than Zion likes the Pelicans. 
That's fair. It's my opinion that Zion has not earned the right to be bigger than the team itself. And there are only a handful of players in the NBA that are bigger than the teams. For instance, LeBron James, Steph Curry, Giannis Antetokounmpo, to name a few. Zion is not there yet and he may never get there. In this modern NBA, you cannot be surprised when a star player is unhappy on a smaller market team. My issue with Zion particularly is I don't think he's earned the right to move on from the Pelicans. I don't think he's given the situation his best efforts. Say what you will about past stars. Carmelo Anthony played seven seasons with the Nuggets before leaving. Chris Paul played six seasons with the Hornets. Anthony Davis, seven seasons with the Pelicans. Dwight Howard, eight seasons with the Magic. DeMarcus Cousins played seven seasons with the Sacramento Kings. These players became elite and tried to win with their original teams before having issues with the teams and wanting out. They were were all somewhat justified not being happy with the teams that drafted them. For example, during LeBron's first stint with the Cavs, the team failed him on so many levels, but he tried to make it work. What I'm saying is at least these guys were superstars before they acted like divas and wanted out. Zion is going about this all backwards. He's barely played a full NBA season. He should get healthy and put up massive numbers with the Pelicans and try to make things work because I do think from a basketball standpoint the team has some talent on it. Brandon Ingram is one of the best young players in the NBA. CJ McCollum is a really good shooting guard and Jonas Valanciunas is the perfect type of big guy to play with Zion Williamson. And again this has been happening in the NBA forever. You have these star players on these smaller markets and they want to go somewhere bigger. Shaq left the Orlando Magic to go to the Los Angeles Lakers but the big difference Shaq had already established himself as one of the greatest big men in the history of basketball. He brought the Orlando Magic to the NBA Finals. He had success with that team. Zion Williams not had enough success to justify demanding a trade out of the Pelicans, and it has not gone to that point yet. But I really do wonder, is this issue with David Griffin just an excuse to get out of New Orleans so he can play on a bigger stage like LA or New York? And then it gets to the point of what is the NBA supposed to do to stop situations like this from occurring? If the over $180 million the Pelicans can offer Zion this offseason isn't enough to keep him on the team, the reality is there's nothing they can do because Zion is looking at the NBA and he's looking at the greener pastures and he wants to be on like a supposed super team with other star players and he wants to be in the Brooklyns of the world. He wants to play with the Knicks. Yes, he would rather play on the New York Knicks than the New Orleans Pelicans. If all of this is a strategy to get Zion out of New Orleans, then I don't think he's thinking about the long term, and that's the problem with these type of players on these type of teams. These trades end up ruining your reputation. Dwight Howard, after he left the Orlando Magic, it did not do good for his reputation. We all thought of him as a coach killer, a guy who's not going to remain loyal to that team. I actually think it does some damage to your reputation as a a basketball player, and Dwight Howard was a great player at the time he demanded those trades. Zion Williamson is too young into his career to be dealing with all this white noise around him.
It was not a great look for Anthony Davis to leave the Pelicans. And yes, he recovered because he was able to succeed and win an NBA championship. But if Zion Williamson truly wants to demand a trade out of New Orleans, then he's going to have to really prove it at his next stop. And what if he goes somewhere and he has the same type of injury issues? I just don't think that Zion Williamson is looking out for the long term of his career. If, in fact, he wants out of New Orleans, I think the best case scenario for Zion Williamson's career is to put up staggering numbers with the Pelicans and prove he's one of the best big men in the NBA today. I mean, let's be honest, he's going through a bit of a rough patch. We really don't know the timetable of when he's going to be healthy again, and now there's all this talk that he's not the best teammate ever. Again, not reaching out to a star player that has just been traded to your team is not the best look. And the craziest thing of all is the New Orleans Pelicans are emailing their season ticket holders to re-up their tickets and in that email they are not mentioning the name of Zion Williamson. That tells you everything you need to know about this fractured relationship between this NBA team and their so-called star player. It's not very good right now for the Pelicans and for Zion Williamson. It feels like from afar that both parties, Zion and the Pelicans know that their future is not going to be long-term them together, that it's not going to end up in this magical, Zion's going to take us to the NBA Finals, and then he's going to be a member of the Pelicans for the next 10 years, and knowing that is not fun, because what are these sides supposed to do? I almost feel bad for both of them. Zion is not healthy right now. The Pelicans cannot trade him this offseason without seeing what kind of basketball shape he is in. What team is going to give up a lot to get Zion Williamson at this stage? Again, he hasn't played played all season long, and even when he did play, he wasn't a great player yet. I just don't know what the trade value for Zion would be. I know it would be there because he's a star player. He played at Duke. We all talked about him. He would get people to go to the arenas, but is he an elite basketball player yet in the NBA? No, not really. He's a guy who's put up some numbers. Again, he's not the best rebounder I've ever seen. Everyone says he's like Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley averaged more than six seven rebounds per game. Another thought I have about Zion Williamson is this. I don't think he's the perfect player for today's NBA. Yes, there are a few elite big men, Nikola Jokic and Giannis Antetokounmpo. They are thriving in today's NBA. I still have questions about whether Zion Williamson is the type of player that can thrive in today's NBA. Look at John Morant, the other guy who was drafted in the same draft as Zion. He is dominating the NBA. The Memphis Grizzlies are a playoff team because of John Moran. He has established himself as an all-star player. He's remained healthy. He's putting up numbers. He is what the modern NBA player is, an elite guard who is putting up numbers. This is the era of the point guard in the NBA. Gone are the days of the dominant NBA big man who can single-handedly win you an NBA championship like Shaquille O'Neal. Those days are gone like Tim Duncan. Those type of players aren't in the NBA right now. Yeah, from what I've seen, Zion's a good passer. He can shoot the free a bit. I just don't think he's the guy who's going to come in and dominate the NBA and win you meaningful basketball games, especially when he can't remain healthy. Those are the two things that are holding Zion Williamson back. His health? 
fits in the modern NBA. Yes, he might be able to put up staggering numbers, but at the end of the day, what does that matter? We've seen so many bigs recently put up some staggering numbers and they don't matter. Kevin Love was one of the best rebounders of all time with the Minnesota Timberwolves, but he wasn't a winner until he was the third wheel on a Cleveland Cavaliers team. Chris Bosh was a fantastic big man. He didn't win a championship until he played with LeBron James. DeMarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis were two of the best big men in the modern NBA, yet they didn't win a championship even when they played together, and Anthony Davis only ended up winning one when he played with LeBron James. My point is, I don't think you're ever going to win an NBA title with Zion Williamson being your best player. So yeah, I have questions about Zion both in the short term and the long term, and there's really only two ways this situation can go. The first is that this is just a footnote in a great career for Zion with the Pelicans, and that's the best case for Zion, the Pelicans, and the NBA, because the NBA needs as many star players on as many different teams as possible so that you can have the look of parity. That's what sports needs. It needs parity. You need to have teams that can surprise and come out of nowhere and be very good, like the Miami Heat reaching the NBA Finals when nobody expected to. Those are the type of teams that the NBA needs, and maybe Zion can form that with the Pelicans. Again, I have my doubts, but I do think it's the best case scenario for Zion, the Pelicans, and the NBA for Zion to remain a member of the Pelicans. The other way that this could play out, which we all think is far more likely, is for Zion to get his way and to get traded to a bigger market like LA and New York. And this would not be a great outcome, especially for an organization that in the past lost both Chris Paul and Anthony Davis to bigger market teams. I hope by next season we are talking about Zion balling with the New Orleans Pelicans. And I want to say this, I know all the reports are that Zion is feuding with David Griffin. Make no mistakes about it. My guess is even if the Pelicans got rid of David Griffin tomorrow, Zion Williamson would not be gung-ho to remain a member of the New Orleans Pelicans. I think he is using this as an excuse to get out of a smaller market. I don't think Zion Williamson wanted to be a member of the Pelicans from the get-go. Because in what ways have they failed him? He is an injury-prone player. That is a fact, and it's almost impossible to build around a player who isn't available to play on a nightly basis. I rarely ever pick the side of the team over the player, but in this case, I am on the team Pelicans because I don't think that Zion has proved himself worthy of having a big enough problem with the organization to get his way. Like usually when a star leaves the franchise, you're like, look, I see he gave everything he got. He wants a new situation. He needs a change of pace. What has Zion done to earn any of that? So if any of this is true and Zion wants to be traded from the Pelicans, I don't think he deserves that. I think what should happen is he should remain a member of the Pelicans for at least the next two or three seasons and try to become one of the best players in the NBA. Because right now, if I said name the top 20 players in the NBA, you're not naming Zion Williamson. And most of that is due to the fact that he hasn't played enough games. So you need to play the games. And I'm also aware that there are probably NBA fans out there who are desperate for Zion Williamson to be on their team. And I get it. He's a star player. He can put up some serious numbers. But be careful what you wish for. Because everyone wanted Kristaps Porzingis on their team. I, as a fan of the Celtics, wanted Kristaps Porzingis on 
on my team. Then Porzingis goes to the Dallas Mavericks, gets to play with Luka Doncic, and the thing blows up in their face. All because while Porzingis is a wonderfully talented basketball player, he cannot remain healthy enough to make an impact on an NBA team. And that's my fear for Zion Williamson, is that some team is going to end up trading for him, thinking they are going to get the world from him, and that he's not going to live up to those expectations because he's not able to play in more than 45 to 60 games a year. Zion Williamson needs to play at least 70 games next season for me to feel good about trading for him and making him the face of my franchise because a lot comes with Zion Williamson, a lot of excitement, and you need that to live up to it. And if you do it and he's injury prone, he won't live up to the hype. And I do think you can outgrow being an injury prone player. Blake Griffin started his career with injuries. Then he became a consistent NBA star. The same with Joel Embiid. People seem to forget Embiid was one of the most injury prone players when he started his career. Now he is an MVP candidate on the Philadelphia 76ers. Zion Williamson needs to prove to me that he can be a Joel Embiid type. A guy who can get over being an injury prone player because I'm not going to trade away my franchise to get you, make you the face of my franchise, and then have you be injury prone. That's not going to work out for me. The only way this is going to work out is if Zion Williamson plays for the New Orleans Pelicans next season and proves he's healthy and that he's one of the best big men in the NBA. Because I do guarantee if Zion Williamson is healthy, and I have no doubt about this, if he is healthy, he is going to produce. That is all Zion Williamson needs to worry about. Don't go into this offseason demanding a trade because it might end up blowing up in your face. I'm rooting for Zion Williamson to become an elite player. I don't want him on my basketball team. I don't want him in a bigger market. I am rooting for Zion Williamson to be a productive basketball player and play more than 66 games in the season. Again, that's his career high. Play in 75 games next season. Prove that you can be a 25 to 28 point per game score and get this Pelicans team to the playoffs next season and then you will have my respect. All in all, it's never a good thing for the NBA to have all the headlines about their young star players be about things other than basketball, like Ben Simmons's feud with the Philadelphia 76ers. That was not good for all of that to go along during the NBA season. And the same thing goes with the Zion Williamson situation with the Pelicans. You don't want this happening while the NBA season is going on. Yes, it's great for the offseason. It's great for the trade deadline. It's great for all of that. But the regular season is happening and the postseason is upon us. And we're talking about Zion Williamson and whether or not he's getting along with the team that drafted him. That's not good for the NBA. And it's not good for the future of the NBA. Because if Zion Williamson ends up getting his way, which we all think is what he wants, is to be on a bigger market team, then more and more young players are going to get drafted by these lesser franchises and then quickly demand a trade. And that is the absolute worst case scenario for the NBA. The best case scenario is for these players to make these organizations into playoff teams. That's what Zion is supposed to do. As a fan of the NBA, you cannot look at this situation and feel kind of sad about it because remember just a few years ago, we were watching Zion at Duke and saying, wow, we've never seen a big man like this again. And now we're talking about him, but for all the wrong reasons. And make no mistake, this is a big offseason for Zion. 
Zion and the Pelicans. Either they're going to fix this fractured relationship or they're going to break up, which I think would be bad from both sides because it would make the Pelicans a worse basketball team and it would turn Zion Williamson into a villain, something the NBA does not want him to be. They want Zion to be one of their rising stars, not to be a guy who gets traded after playing 85 games for the team that drafted him. The Pelicans and Zion need to get this situation right immediately. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs>